Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? This is your friendly neighborhood, Knucklehead, and this is the Part-Time Artist Podcast. This is episode 153, and with me today, I have a very, very, very special group of folks all the way from Houston, Texas. I have with me none other than Jump Rope. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having us. And what what kind of travel wagon are we in here? Ooh. This is um, my Jeep Compass. Uh, Taylor is driving. Excellent. I feel I feel like dog doo doo. Ah, well, how was the show oh, yeah. last night? You guys went up to you shot up to Austin to do like an unofficial piggyback show, right? Something like that. Yep, we uh we played uh, an event called the Desert Oasis Showcase mm. at a place called Sahara Lounge in Austin. It was fun. It was cool. Hmm. Our homie uh, JD from Friday Boys uh, hooked it up, organized the entire showcase, asked us to play. So, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, and and, and it was a. Do you guys shoot just right back to Houston now? Oh yeah. Yep. Wow. We're actually doing this interview. We're parked in a par- like cafe parking lot in Columbus, Texas, which is about halfway <laughs> between Austin and Houston. Right. Yep. Shout out to Columbus, Texas. Um. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys are on the road what are what are like the the top three things that you guys do do you guys have to hit a chipotle do you guys have to hit a starbucks what are <laughs> what are the thing what are the road activities if you're a jump roper um, oh, buckies. Yeah. Buckies. Buckies. yeah we we do buckies that's the thing and we get herba mate we've mm-hmm. been trying to get herba guayaki to sponsor us to no avail yeah they won't do it what what are they talk to from a like talk to a north northeasterner about what these things are because i have no idea what those are oh you don't know okay never been to texas oh we gotta get you down here yeah yeah i know buggies is like an an enormous what is it like gas station slash like shop I've or heard whatever gasination used to describe. Oh, it. that's a good okay. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh wow! Like, so it's like a, a Wawa. Do you guys know about it's Wawa? Kind of like I know about Wawa. Um, it's kind of like Wawa, but like jacked up. Like there's a home goods section in Bucky's. Um, <laughs> any type of like beverage that you want, they've got it. They make their own like uh, chopped briskets, pulled pork sandwiches, like oh, wow. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, the Dippin' Dots. Yeah, it's. It's wow. like an experience. That's got this, this. Their mascot is this beaver, and so it's mm-hmm. like praise be the great golden beaver in the sky when you're rolling up. It's, <laughs> praise be something. Excellent. Yeah, it's like the size of like a Walmart or like grocery. Oh, really? Store. It's that big? It's like yeah, a, it's a department store type situation. It's exactly. a dog park. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, jump rope. We have Chris, Nolan, and Taylor, and Taylor plays guitar. Nolan plays drums and Chris plays bass. Yep. Did I get yep, it right? Got it. <laughs> yeah. no, perfect. And then Taylor and Chris both sing. Share yeah. the vocal duties. Oh yes. And that's like one of one of my favorite parts about your band is when the, the vocal switch. I find that so interesting when bands do that. Uh shout out to Blink one eighty two. Um anyway, do you guys <laughs> do you guys consider yourselves uh part time artists? Yeah. 
definitely. Definitely. Yeah, we all worked full-time jobs. Um, we, you know, we took a couple days off to make this trip to Austin. We're wow. taking a little time off next week for the South by stuff that we're doing. So we wanna we wanna do it a little more often than part-time, but for now, definitely part-time. Right. Yep. Right. Now now what um so another thing I'm not really familiar with, obviously I've never been to Texas, but it is something that everybody talks about, at least in the music scene, is this South by Southwest thing. Um, I've heard kind of mixed reviews on it. I've heard from people that it's not worth it to go down there because there's just too much happening. And then I've heard some people say you have to experience it like once in your lifetime. Uh, what has been your experience with Austin and the South by scene? Is it something that everyone needs to experience in the DIY artist world or something? I feel like we're all going to have big answers for yeah. this. Who, who wants to take this one? I grew up, I grew up going to South by every year and it was so, so much fun to see mm-hmm. bands from like Norway or the wow. Northeast or West coast. You saw all these crazy out of international bands. Uh-huh. I think playing it, you definitely smell, you feel small potatoes because mm. there's like hundreds of bands playing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, we don't know yet if we're getting a reward out of this, but it is fun being around so many other it's, musicians. Mm-hmm. With with South by, I feel like um, a it's grown a lot. Austin as a city has grown a ton. Um, yeah, and people like come down, kind of. I feel like moved to Austin thinking about the South by scene and like getting excited about it. And it just creates a lot of um, saturation mm. in it. Um, and South by specifically, um, I mean, we we're playing unofficial showcases. Um, all of the official stuff is kind of, um, I don't know. That's probably not worth it. Cause the bands get paid really shit money. Like it's $250 for a band. Um, if you're an international band, you don't get paid at all. Um, mm. But like all of the unofficial stuff, it's like it's cool because in this week that South by is, everybody's throwing shows, everybody's uh, putting stuff on, and for a band like from Houston, it's cool because we get to play with a lot of like bands in Austin that people might be caring about. Um, and uh, but like coming all the way down or like planning a tour from, I think it's just kind of like to each their own. On is it is it worth it for the drive? Because it is kind of mm. crazy. There's a ton of people and a ton of stuff going on that week. So it sounds it sounds kind of like it's it's worth it for the experience, but you get what you get. Don't get upset. You know, like it might not it might not check all your boxes if you're on tour expecting a gas tank or something like that. Um, well, that's interesting. I mean, that's kind of like what being in a band is in a nutshell. <laughs> A yeah. little bit and oh, going yeah. on tour is in a nutshell. Um, and speaking of being in a band, um, is is this your first? Is is I mean, Jump Rope, this is your debut release that I have here. Um, is this your first stint as a band? Um, actually, individually, we've all been in like a lot of bands for like mm. many, many years. That's actually that's how I know Taylor. Um, her old band and my old band, we used to like play shows together. We go on like mm. old tours and stuff. We just like have a fun time. And that's how we met. And then Nolan and Taylor also play music together in another band called Trash Cat. So oh, wow. know each other outside of that. And we just uh, got together to do it. So this is like the first thing for Jump Rope. Right. But as far as like right. music is concerned, we've all been doing it for, for a minute, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So are you guys like... I mean, I don't want to like, I know you guys want to stay humble, but are you guys like a super group? Like you guys took like 
the three <laughs> pinnacle members of three different like Houston bands and you come together for like this DIY super group thing. We're definitely super dorks. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're dorky. Yeah. Well, I just know that like uh this is a weird segue, but a band like Slipknot had has nine members and I know that the story for them was all nine of those guys were in different bands, but they were the guys that were making all the moves for their bands. So when they sort of got networked with each other, eventually they just all signed on to this project because they were kind of like the guys that were making it happen for their band. So they're like, what if we all got together and just pretty much like Wu-Tang Clan, you know, and that's how they grew to like a nine-member thing there. And I find that fascinating if that also happens today. Like if people are like, hey, you're like making all the right moves for your group. Like why don't you and I form a band or something like that? Is that a similar story or not really? You know, that, that comparison actually, it does sound kind of apt. Um, we we are not Slipknot, but... Uh, <laughs> we are very similar to Slipknot in many ways. But no, like... Um, many ways. What you said about, like, getting all of the people that are making moves um, together into the same band. I feel like that's a very jump rope mentality. We, nice. We talk shop, like, a ton all the time that we're together and just plan out our moves and um, mm. figure out figure out the direction that we want to go, um, whether it's, like, the music or, like, the marketing side of it. Um, so we are all very driven when it comes to this band, and so it's cool to be playing in a band with people that are equally as driven about it as as you are. Agreed. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I mean, that too, makes when you had brought, that makes a lot of sense. Up, yeah. <laughs> when you had brought up Slipknot too, just this morning we were talking about how Limp Bizkit. I guess Fred Durst kind of did a similar thing. He just got all these heavy hitters in like the local music scene and got them all together. West Borland. Wow. That's the only other. Right. <laughs> the other, the other that like DJ guy in the back hyping them all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's well. That makes a lot more sense because, uh, like I was telling you guys before, uh, Jump Rope. It's just a great band name. You guys have a great sound. I love the aesthetic with the CCV shirts and the artwork. And every time I go to your Bandcamp, which is jumpropemusic.bandcamp.com. I click on this image with you guys holding these dogs and I just can't <laughs> I just can't look at it without smiling. It's just one of those photos Aww. where you just have to smile and I just think it just seems so wholesome and like I said, I think I feel like you guys are just making all the right moves. So now it makes a little bit more sense cuz I was like there's no way these guys this is their first band and they're hitting it out of the park yeah. like this. Um so uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thanks, and congrats on this debut. And uh, lastly, before we get into a tune, I just want to know, how was the release show that you guys had? Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, easily one of the best shows ever played in my entire life. So, wow. Um, no cap? Yeah, the... <laughs> no cap. Nope. Wow. No cap. That's yeah, the lineup was crazy. incredible. Some of our favorite local bands um, doing it, like, straight up. Like, it just doesn't matter. The posers... Pinky Promise, Sergio Trevino. We had Mother Ghost pop in last minute. We had like a band that canceled. And then we had another band that came in to take their spot and like save the day. And it was, it was awesome. Like literally day of that morning, we wow. hit them up. Oh, oh we had yeah. Diego emceeing it with yeah. his friend Alicia. Oh, yeah. And they did a bunch of cute little, um, I don't know. Shout out Zach from uh, Equal Parts Brewery for like hooking the whole thing up. 
Zach wow. approached us and was like, love your music. Want to throw a show for y'all. And we were like, let's do the release show. Let's make it happen. Um, Shit. And yeah, they, they really hooked it up. Um, that was. And you guys sold wonderful. out of tapes, right? You're making yeah. more in yeah. the car, right? <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the way up to Austin yeah. yesterday, Taylor was assembling them. <laughs> we have easy access to them. Oh, I, wow. have, I think they're in the other yeah, merch in the box. box. Mm. And everybody you named that helped put that release show together. Is that all Houston folks in the scene? In the community yep. there. Yep. Oh yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that the, scene the sounds. Music is... Yeah. Tell me. Tell Sorry, me a little ahead. bit about that. There's something in the water in Houston right now. So much cool stuff happening down here. Um, mm. And a bu- a, across a bunch of different genres, like huge hardcore scene here right now. Um, really cool indie scene. Oh yeah, we got Gripe. Yep. They're uh, they're doing it big. They're on tour right now. Um, Gripe. Wow. Yep. Me and Nolan just went to their tour kickoff the other day and they played with like a band called Bozos, Houston band, just incredible, like one of the best bands I've seen in so long. And also, uh, it just doesn't matter. And Peaky Promise, who we tapped for our release show, um, they were on there and they, it was incredible. Like I can go see a show in Houston and go see local bands and it'll be a better bill than like a like a national bill that I'll see yeah, coming, wow. coming through regular 100%. Yeah, super cool. And and Nolan, you came from Baltimore as a drummer to Houston. Is that is that part of the reason why you uh jump ship out of Baltimore to come to Houston cuz when you're a drummer on the East Coast, everyone wants a piece of you. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine you're like, oh man, nobody wants to be in a band with me. I guess I'll go to Houston, Texas. Is that what brought you over that, there? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I've only been playing drums for the duration that I've been in Jump Rope. Um, it was oh, at first, wow. yeah, it was at first Chris and Taylor uh, playing together with their friend uh, Lucas. Um, I don't know, do, y- do y'all want to pick up this story? Uh, <laughs> like, y'all were playing together. I saw you guys at the shed. I knew Lucas was moving. And I was like, I really like this music. And so I went up to them after the show. I was like, hey, I don't play drums, but like, I would love to play drums for y'all. And, and was so that when, like, sure, was yeah. that show, it, was that in Baltimore when you when you saw them or, or no. had you already relocated to Houston? No, that was, um, I moved to Houston in 2018. My wife uh, grew up here, uh, oh. but we met in Baltimore. Um, and so I was like, if I move down to Texas, like all I need is a job and a band and I'll be happy. Wow. And I got both. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, wow. um, congrats, man. Uh, Cause that sounds, that sounds amazing. Jeez. You must've yeah, manifested yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Here that's, we are. that's great. And, and with that, everything is just so wholesome with you guys. Stop it. All right. <laughs> All right. But with that, let's get into our first tune here. This first tune is a, a banger off of the new Jump Rope EP, which is titled Hope the Neighbors Like Jump Rope, uh, jumpropemusic.bandcamp.com. This is the third tune on that EP. It's called Rather. Check it out. Had I been oh so with another Underneath 
All right, that tune was called Rather, and uh, that one, when I heard that, like I was already on board from the first single, but when I heard that tune, that hit me in a way where I was like, oh my God, I'm hearing Hop Along come out for the first time again. And as oh, just yeah. and as someone from Philly, you know, once you start, you know, getting into the Philly scene, I'm just like, all right, I love it. I love it. I love the vocal switching. Um, but I have to ask, okay, because I'm this is one of those songs where I'm singing along to the song now and I don't know what the words <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> words are sometimes. So can you just clarify with me? Are you heating up soul food? Because that's what I'm because that's what I'm that's what I've been singing, I swear on my like what is the line? Please help That's me. A better lyric. <laughs> to, to, Roger, to answer your question now, that is the line. <laughs> oh, I like to go home and heat up some food. Oh, okay. Heat up. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I wasn't that far off, but I was just like, man, no. this must be like a Texas thing. Like, I don't know. You guys always have soul food in the fridge or something. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, yeah. That's so, the thing. So how did that song come about? I wrote that song years ago. Um, had a really hard time figuring out what the bridge was going to be, or like it just not being the verses. Mm. And then um, a past member named Marty, um, he came up with that guitar. The da, 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 da. I can't probably do it. Like but the bridge part. The bridge part. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. But the lyrics are basically like the interlude. Your, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the interlude. But the lyrics are basically just hearing your friends like talk over each other. Nobody's listening, and I was just like, I'd rather not be here and just heat up some food and go to bed. Wow. Like in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that makes you sense. You know how people get when they're just like drunkenly talking and yelling or it's like, there's no conversation here. Yeah. Now, Taylor, is that, like what what is uh, a typical songwriting process now for you and the group? Do you kind of have like a, a, a riff or two and then you find I guess experiences or situations like that that you want to sort of write lyrics on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be totally honest. I didn't write the lyrics for these songs until we were recording them. Wow. I always have a melody. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I will just like speak gibberish for most of my songs. I very rarely write lyrics for even my solo stuff. Oh. Wow. But um, I always know the melody, uh-huh. and so I just have to like corner myself into a room and just like you have to write these down because like chris is now singing above it or above mm. the lyrics or or we switching back like you have to make this make sense mm. so yeah uh, how, how do you there. coordinate that like with with the vocal switching do you do, does chris say oh i got a cool part or do you say hey i have a line here that i want you to sing um or is it a bit of both like mostly he comes up with like for his songs like he has like the melody and then um, I was like, oh, I think I hear something that I'll come above it. Mm. Or, I don't know, we just have good communication, what we want to hear from it. When mm. we were writing Deep, how it feels, um, mm-hmm. that song came together in like a really cool way. It started out like not sounding like the finished product does now. Mm. Um, but when we got to the point that, um, like after the first chorus, like where, it, or the second chorus where it kind of speeds up and gets loud and then yeah. goes, goes back to the other part. Um, Chris was singing the verses. Um, we w- were rocking out, and then just like immediately, we stopped, and Taylor started just playing that melody by herself, and we we're like, "Whoa, that's it!" 
So it's like, I don't know, as far as the writing process, it's kind of like a mixed bag. It's mm-hmm. very collaborative. Taylor will come in with ideas. Chris will come in with ideas. And sometimes like CCV, I think Chris just played a riff and we fleshed out a song in like 15 minutes off wow. of just that riff. Wow, so you guys are firing on all cylinders sometimes. So it kind of, <laughs> so it kind of feels like somebody will bring in like the the beginning seeds or whatever. But it seems like the three of you sort of know how to water that in terms of what's going to serve the song the best. Do you guys feel like? I is, hope so. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that it? Like you're just getting ideas that like, mm, what what do I hear for this song next, or what do I think should be happening something like that that yeah i think that's yeah i think that's good i think that hit the nail on the head um (laughs) you know it's funny you were talking about hop along like taylor is you know an artist that i've known for a very long time like really great like singer songwriter also great in like a band capacity of course not to toot your horn or anything but um (laughs) but it was whenever i first heard that band hop along Uh like I, I listened to them for the first time and I was like, dude, Taylor, if we started a band, we would probably sound like this band and mm. that would fucking rip. Yeah. Because, you know, Taylor does like all these really cool, like chunky chords and is like really great, like kind of singer songwriter. So when we first started doing stuff, I kind of wanted to lean more into that, you know? Mm. And I think, I think this is maybe a conversation that I had with Taylor where I was like, I want you to do all the vocals in the band and she was just like, no, that's not the kind of band that I want to do. That's not going to be it. So at first for me, I was like, let's let's do it a little more singer songwritery, but like with a bit of an edge. Mm-hmm. And it just like ended up being a lot more of a collaborative thing than I had anticipated. But I'm I'm super grateful that that's how it is because it's mm-hmm. just like a lot of fun. It's kind of kind of weird, you know? Yeah. And then the amps that's just got louder out. and louder and louder and louder and the riffs just got... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, and then Ricky Nolan Harris. back there just started hitting harder and harder and faster. And then all of a sudden, you're in a rock band. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Rock you were supposed roll. to be folk rock and music. roll, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you brought up, uh, do you know how it feels? And I have that song on on our agenda for today. And that's that song kind of feels like a change in the style. Is that why you guys held it for last song on the? EP or or was it just like a random decision to have it there? I mean, that's been our closer live. I think since we started playing, that's my oh. personal favorite song on the EP because mm. there is so many changes. I know for me personally, like I know I never want to be in a song where it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and yeah. that song has like five different parts, which yeah. I really like. Yeah, and it I has yeah been- like interludes and stuff and. I got to say, uh, Chris, the bass work on that one, I love it. I love when the bass stands out and um, and then the vocals are both intertwining and stuff like that. There's just a lot of talent there. Once once I heard that song, I mean, already, you know, five songs in, like it feels like we had, we know what Jump Rope is bringing to the table, but then that song sort of cast a doubt, like there's more to you guys that might meet the eye. And, and now the next thing you guys come out with, is that going to be like more of the same where maybe we'll change up our style a little more? Or do you guys think, uh, oh, we're, we're, we're a machine now. We're just going to keep pumping out rock tunes. Not at all. Yeah. That's the, that's the big question. And we've talked about it a lot because, um, we're recording some new stuff at the end of April, like a couple songs Ooh. that we have pretty, 
pretty like good, pretty ready to go. Mm-hmm. But then after that, we're just kind of going to go into writing mode. So it's kind of been a, mm-hmm. it's kind of been a fun thing to think about. It's like, oh, how is this going to go? I know that uh, that I have a lot that I want to bring to the table. I know that mm-hmm. we all have a lot of ideas as far as the band, but I'm also kind of, you know, motivated to maybe not bring those up at first and just kind of get the three of us in a room and be like, all right, let's, let's try jamming. Let's see what clicks. Like, oh, let's wow. see what happens. Yep. Try writing some stuff like that. And then maybe if we make some headway, then we can kind of bring in these other songs that we've been working on for a while, like mm. individually. Now, Chris and Taylor, when you do have an idea, is it like, do you have <clears throat> a, like a voice memo of it usually or something? That's how I do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. That's right. like 30, yeah. 40 voice memos in my phone right now. I had never done that before, but it actually like getting ready to work on new stuff. Every time I think of a little melody, I'm in my car and I'm just like looking around. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I all right. It. Yeah. Like, this stuff just like Blink-182. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Shout out to Blink-182 once again and Mark Hoppus. That's actually how, actually this is a weirdly full circle thing, but that's how I first heard Hopalong was on his podcast like a really long time ago and i was like this band's from philly what the fuck so shout out to mark and hop along and all them mark roger who's your favorite philly bands um (laughs) i I don't really have a favorite philly band but i'll say right now i know the virus just booked a show and they're like a philly uh punk band but i don't i have put no thought into what my favorite Philly group is to be That's honest. Fair. I you talked with Soul Glow. What's that? Soul Glow. Soul Glow. Yes, I actually reviewed their uh, album on Punk News. If you check out Punk News oh, cool. and look at my reviews, you'll find the Soul Glow out there. Yes, they have. Uh, they have really changed Philadelphia, honestly, um, and how people are looking at Philly, the Philly music scene which is probably similar to what Turnstile did to Baltimore. Um, Definitely. Yeah, putting putting that place on the map. Because, I mean, I love Baltimore. It's very similar to Philly, but it's it's very depressive. When I go there, it is like it's there's a looming sadness in that city, unfortunately. I don't know how, to, how else to describe it, really. But there is, I don't know, maybe if you know what I'm talking about, Nolan, but there is a little bit I, of a... I, <laughs> there's a little bit of sadness i mean it can it be like that also, in philly too it is also charm city though but like as far as turnstile goes man i remember i think it was like 2012 or 2013 seeing them at charm city art space in like this tiny ass venue yeah um and it was packed out just like kids jumping all over the place bodies flying it was sick yeah 10 years later now look amazing yep. so let's actually let's actually get into that tune that we were talking about this is the last tune on uh the new release from jump rope this tune is called do you know how it feels check it out Thank you. 
fences with the fields as I will and tether myself. I don't care how I do it. I give more than I could afford. Made a little bit more, but I don't. No, I don't. And you know I don't. That tune was called Do You Know How It Feels? And I'm sitting here, I'm talking with Jump Rope in there, uh, in the Jump Rope wagon here. Um, so are you guys, do you guys feel like you're in like a honeymoon phase for your band? Do you guys have, I mean, we know about a little bit about the songwriting process, but do you guys have designated roles? I mean, we know uh, that 
I think Nolan was driving earlier. So is Nolan like the nighttime driver? Taylor's the daytime driver. <laughs> Someone, Chris is doing social media. Way. Then Taylor packs the tapes together. Do we have like designated roles or what? Um, yeah, I would say kind of. Yeah. I know that like me and me and Nolan both do the social media. I do it maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Nolan does a lot of like the graphic design work for us. Oh, I would wow. Definitely say he's like our in house graphic design man. You know, Taylor's the talent, you know, she writes all the songs. I do stuff. <laughs> do stuff. <laughs> you do stuff for sure. Like, uh, like getting us on shows and stuff, making these connections is very cool. And, and booking. So, yeah, we definitely. Is booking a team effort? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it was definitely a team effort for the uh, EP release show. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um and what about the janitor? That's the this is the first time <laughs> I saw <laughs> Do we want to talk about who the janitor role is? Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely will. I work at this <laughs> venue called Heights Theater. Okay. This whatever, I might I don't know if it gets back. Uh the sound engineer is this guy named Doof and he's lovely. He's kind of like a grumpy British man and he was like had these like soviet era like microphones that he's been collecting for years like this guy went on tour with pantera like was a super seasoned like sound engineer like internationally um Mm -hmm. and then works at this like kind of small venue that i work at and he like really helped honestly engineer like a lot of that but he didn't Mm -hmm. want to be featured as engineer and he said and he kept mopping while we were recording or like sweeping up the (laughs) bathrooms because that's also part of his job that he's not engineer there and he was just like I'll just put me on as a janitor, and so we're like, we're gonna hold you to it. Yep. Uh, that's hilarious. And for those that don't Do you want know, him on there. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. on. He's uh, Doof is credited on the release as the janitor, and this is why I brought it up. <laughs> that's, that's what he did. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. Yeah, you have to check out the band camp to see that. Um, so looking ahead, and you guys, um. I don't know if you guys do this or if you guys have band meetings or things like that, but when you guys look ahead at the paths for yourselves as a group, um, are you guys just doing one thing at a time or do you guys really see yourself in a specific place or do you have a goal in mind, like say you want to tour Canada next year or something like that? Who wants it? Um, yeah. Well, Go let's ahead. give it to Chris. Chris, what 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 yeah, do you Chris. feel like uh, is a goal coming up for you, or you feel like it is a goal for the band? So, like, as far as Jump Rope is concerned, like we were saying earlier, we played in a bunch of bands before. We've done we've done a lot of stuff like that. I think we've all been in bands where um, one person takes on most of the work, you know, mm. and it, it becomes kind of a stressful thing. With this band, we really do like we all contribute to the general goals of the band. It's we move as one unit, the three of us, you know, that's, Mm. that's just how it works. So, and part of that is also developing like marketing, developing like business plans, kind of developing the brand of the band. We do have like a ton of band meetings. Like we're always talking about this stuff. Um, anytime we're together. So I guess our, our first big, plan a little jump rope peek behind the curtain um yes. is we want to maybe establish a little more of like a regional uh fan base over here in mm-hmm. texas 
you know, it's a it's a really big state. It's huge. There are a lot of places to go. God. Yeah. And we, we love Houston. I love the music scene in Houston. It's really like popping off and we're really like appreciative that we can be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But it's also been very important to us to not really be just the Houston band. It's like we want to we want to be a regional band and we want to kind of go bigger from there. Mm-hmm. So our our big goal moving into next year and now that we've put out the EP is to kind of hit a lot of these cities in Texas that we've hit before. Um, just reaching out, making connections with more bands, more venues, more people in those cities, kind of like getting the lay of land, getting familiar, and then kind of start expanding on top of that, you know, then, mm-hmm. then we're going out to just wherever else, you know, kind of outside of the state. Yeah, Texas it's is like, like general- its own entity now you guys want to secede from the country right or something i saw the other day not us (laughs) (laughs) us. (laughs) we're not those people (laughs) to be clear yeah it's just like texas is like so it's it seems like austin is changing everything like now all these california people are moving to texas what is it like elon musk opened a tesla plant there or something too i i don't know there's like another silicon valley thing happening there um yeah yeah, Thank so you, we'll see how that all shakes out. I think you guys would also do great. Well, I'm going to say a shout-out to Cody and Updog. He's down in Corpus Christi, and uh, I talked to him on the podcast a few podcasts back, and he was telling me about the Corpus Christi scene, and I think you guys would do really well down there. So hopefully, Cody, you got to link up with Jump Rope. Cody's great on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cody, come on! Yeah, play Cody. a show with us, Cody. Yeah, and Cody also, Cody also um, talked a little bit about San Antonio too, having a little bit of a scene. Um, if you guys, I don't know where that is. I have no geography of places that I don't like. I have to go to places to remember where they are. <laughs> no, we um, we played in Corpus and in uh, San Antonio in January earlier this year. Um, oh, excellent! They were great. Yeah, both were great shows. And um, yeah, when we were looking for bands to play with in Corpus, uh, Updog popped up on the radar. Uh, oh yeah, didn't work out. We'd love to play a show with them down the road. Yeah, yeah we need to get back shouts into out. Corpus. Shouts out Updog. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to in San Antonio. San Antonio is great too. It's like maybe just like a little south of where we're at in Houston, south of Austin, a little bit, not too far south. It's what maybe like three hours ish away from Houston. Yeah, three going hours like west. And, mm. Yeah. So, um, so you could just tour yeah, Texas, and, and that's like kind of the goal right now is to just be that touring Texas band. For now. For now. For now. For now. Yeah, we wanna we wanna get uh we wanna get to all these people in our state, you know, mm-hmm. say what's up, be able yeah. to drive a few hours out and then drive back, you know, kind of do that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then get that going until we, you know, can go all the way around Texas in one fell swoop, have a good time. So on that note, uh, one I guess the last question I want to ask, and I guess I'll start this with Taylor. Um, Taylor, is there any like artist or person that you're looking up to with regards to like Jump Rope as a band? Are you are you modeling after anybody or looking up to anybody, or is there anyone you want to I guess shout out at all? Um, hmm, that's, that's a good question. I will say I've I've never really done social media and it's been really fun looking at our numbers oh, wow. and like looking at like who we are. Like we're pretty like low tier at this point. 
but it's also like I find so many new artists on my like my Spotify Discover or like just brother friends. So um and then comparing numbers and seeing that they really are like mm-hmm. also low tier, maybe mid tier. Um yeah, just a um, person out of Oklahoma City, I think they call Labris. I've been okay. pronouncing it labor this entire time, but capital L A B Y R S I believe. Mm. Um I've been really into this like I guess a lo-fi band in Australia, Australia called Twelve Point Buck. Mm. Which is a band called I like really like Prison Bitch out of California. Wow, really into Wombo out of Kentucky. Mm. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun looking at other low-tier bands in other cities. Yeah, because they're just they're doing the weirdest, coolest stuff, and that's why I, I really like it. Yeah, that's, I like that. That's the point of my podcast too: is always looking up and and seeing what people are doing and seeing who people are looking up to and. And how people are navigating through this crazy uh, society. Is there any anybody yeah. else you guys want to shout out or say anybody else you guys are looking up to? Nolan in the back there. Anybody? Um, a lot of really inspiring uh, people in Houston right now. Uh, mm, the Chris Houston shouted scene. out Gripe. Yeah. Yeah, Chris shouted out Gripe. Um, their vocalist, Ben. Um, he's a really talented photographer, and if you want to get a good idea of like what the Houston scene looks like, uh, follow Ben's B E N S I I V E on Instagram. Mm. Uh, takes incredible pictures and really captures the energy of it, the Houston scene. Mm. What about you, Chris? Um, I don't. There are so many cool people doing it right now. Uh, I would probably shout out the homies in the band Capture Phase. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Really good friends of ours. They're more like kind of post post punk stuff um, out of Austin. Like pretty heavy, really really cool members of this band called Ballerino, and then this band called Honey and Salt kind of got together and started this band. And um, and they're just like super cool people. Um, one of my favorite bands in Texas right now doing it actually so like we've mm-hmm. had the pleasure of playing with them multiple dates whenever we've gone around texas we want to get them down to houston really bad but they just released um an album called palaces and it's it's really really good so i've been listening to that a whole lot mm-hmm. so those are those are the homies like we see a band like that and it's like okay we, i guess we started around the same time we're kind of making similar moves as far as like releases and like playing out of town and stuff so it's kind of cool it's like Oh, hey, what are you? What are y'all doing over there? Same thing we're doing. All right, tight. Like, even though it's not the same genre of music, mm-hmm. it's very inspiring to like be able to kind of cross paths with that. Mm. I love that you guys are making uh, Houston, Texas sound so like so much fun. I really want to get down there now. I feel like an idiot for not ever. <laughs> the furthest Dude, I've we'll been is New Orleans. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And um, yeah. So shout out to Houston. If if you're a DIY band and you haven't been to Houston yet, it seems like the place to go. Texas seems like uh, the place to be at right now. And uh, on that note, I want to end off with this last tune, which is actually the first tune on this release. This one is called Oh Wow. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for having us on. All right. Rip on, everybody. Mm-hmm.